0: Suicide is actually, in fact, very selfish mm-hmm. because the people who take their lives don't get to see the aftermath of it. Yeah, yeah. And every time, the aftermath of it is heartache and sorrow on the part of the people who love this person.
1: From Walking in Grace, this is The Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpot. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church, and our special guest today is Stuart Sanders, pastor of Tomball Bible Church here in North Houston. As always, we invite you to leave a comment for us, and then we get to know your thoughts as we address these important issues. Pastor Richard, there's a sobering topic that comes up in Christian circles, often in churches that affect everyone in the congregation. Uh, also, obviously, the pastor, uh, parents, and that's the issue of suicide, uh, when a loved one has taken their own life. There's this show on Netflix nowadays, too, that addresses this topic called 13 Reasons Why. In fact, the second season of that show is about to be launched on Netflix, uh, which, which can in some ways glorify this, this act um, of suicide, of taking one's own life. I'm just curious, what does the Bible say about the issue of suicide? And in particular, I'm thinking, can a person who has taken their own life in this way still be a Christian? That seems to come up often, mm-hmm. is this question. Is this person a Christian if they've taken their own
0: life? Yeah, there are two, there are two people usually, who two kinds of people who ask that question uh, normally. And, and, and so I wanna be very careful on how I answer it because I don't know which kind of person may be watching the video. Sure. One kind of person who asks that question is someone who's lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. And so they're hurting and they're asking, is it possible, you know, my, my loved one professed Christ, they professed yeah. the gospel, then they took their life, do they really have eternal life? The other kind of person who t- tunes in to this sort of question is someone who's contemplating suicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've had more than one person through the years talk to me about suicide, thinking about it, and, and they're asking because they want to go to heaven and, and they're thinking about taking their life and then going to heaven. Mm-hmm. So what do we say to these things? Is it possible for someone to, who has taken their life to have truly been a Christian and they're in heaven now? Yes. Mm-hmm. That is possible. But someone who is thinking about suicide is someone who is in that moment, at least, not evidencing what is a fruit of salvation, mm. okay? That is not to say they're not a Christian, yeah. but, but suicidal thoughts are not good fruit. This mm-hmm. is not the fruit of salvation. And that the whole thinking process is a deceptive one. It's a satanic one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What is suicide? It's murder.
2: Yeah.
0: It's self-murder. It's self-murder. Yeah. So who is the who is the murderer from the beginning? Who, who is, who's the father of all lies mm-hmm. and a murderer from the beginning? That's mm-hmm. Satan himself. Yeah. So when someone's thinking about suicide, they've got Satan, so to speak, whispering in their ear. This is a murderer wanting to encourage self-murder. Mm-hmm. So right away you need to know you're taking counsel from someone. If you're in the position of someone who's contemplating suicide, you're taking counsel from someone who hates you. Yeah. There, there are no loving thoughts in this, okay? The second deception at work is, is the thought that somehow other people's lives would be better off if I'm not in the world, mm. Mm. and that's a lie. Yeah, yeah. Suicide is actually, in fact, very selfish yeah. mm. because the people who take their lives don't get to see the aftermath of it. Yeah, yeah. And every time, the aftermath of it is heartache and sorrow on the part of the people who love this person. Mm-hmm. So you're crushing someone, you're hurting someone when you think about if you were to take your life which may point to something that is at work also in suicide, and that's, that's selfishness because maybe even you relish the thought of people grieving you. Yeah,
2: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: That's really selfish. Is. I mean, you would actually put them through that mm-hmm. for some sort of self-gratification. So if someone's tuning in who's contemplating suicide, I want to say to you, don't. Yeah. There, there's a better way. Mm-hmm. You're being lied to, mm-hmm. what you're considering is murder, and it's very selfish of you. In addition, this is not a fruit of salvation. I tell people sometimes that the best gift you'll ever give to the people who love you is to live your life in such a way that when you die, they don't have to worry about where you are. Live your life in such a way that they know that you trusted Christ, believed the gospel, you're in heaven.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Everyone who dies through suicide, whether whether we want this to be true or not, they've cast a shadow over their story. They make people who love them wonder. Yeah. So, let me give you a few principles. Some bedrock things we can know for sure. Number one, eternal life means hope, not hopelessness. Mm-hmm. Right? What characterizes eternal life? Not hopelessness, yeah. mm-hmm. hope. Hope you have a thing. Um, 1 Peter 3.15 teaches us we're to be prepared to give a reason for the hope that we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? So that, that teaches Christians are people who are hopeful people. What is suicide? It's it's when you've reached a place of hopelessness. Mm. That's not what characterizes eternal life. Second, where there is genuine life, there's fruit and there's growth. We can say that there's no such thing as a fruitless Christian. Mm. So if someone has eternal life, there's fruit of eternal life. Mm. There's growth in the Christian life. So this life that is hope, there's gonna be fruitfulness associated with it. Third principle, Not all grow in the same measure. So some people have more growth than others, Mm -hmm. that's true. So we don't wanna look at someone who committed suicide and just immediately conclude they could not have been a Christian Mm -hmm. because they committed this selfish act in that moment. Mm -hmm. Which is the fourth principle I'll mention. All of this is evaluated as a whole, not at our worst moment. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Josh, you say to me, I have eternal life, or I say to you, I have Mm -hmm. eternal life and I looked at your life as a whole, I see clear fruits of eternal life, Mm -hmm. okay? I see that Jesus lives in you. Mm -hmm. But if I were to catch you at your worst moment, Mm -hmm. having an argument with someone, Mm -hmm. that moment doesn't speak of eternal life, right? That moment Mm -hmm. doesn't speak of the whole of what God has done in you. So it's possible for someone to have genuine spiritual life, the whole of their life tells that story, but at a low point, they do something very foolish, very sinful, that doesn't mean they weren't saved. Yeah. That was the worst moment in their life.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know of a man years ago, godly man, was a deacon in a church where my parents attended. I got to know this man, sweet, humble, godly man. <clears throat> he had a health issue, put him on medication, <clears throat> medication drove him into the depths of despair, <clears throat> and he killed himself. <clears throat> I believe that man for, I, I'm not the final word on it, mm-hmm. but looking at his life as a whole, yeah. I believe that man knew Jesus. Mm. So there were contributing factors. Yeah. People, genuine Christians battle with Great Depression sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's another principle that we have to at least mention because people will bring this up. True faith perseveres to the end.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
0: right. That is true. Mm-hmm. But again, I would say that's, that's evaluated as a, whole, as a whole, not on one moment. Um, and, and the one who knows these things finally is, is God one of the saddest things about suicide is that it does cast a shadow over your life's testimony. Mm -hmm. And one of the greatest gifts you'll ever give to people who love you is live your life in such a way that they don't have to wonder about where you are, Mm -hmm. so don't commit suicide. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, So to the person tuning in who says, I have someone that had clear fruit in their life that they love Jesus, but I worry now Mm -hmm. because they had that moment where they took their life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesus died for murderers. Yeah. He did, there'll be murderers former murderers who are in heaven, their sins are forgiven, Mm -hmm. and that includes even suicide. But if the person tuning in who would be having these thoughts, go talk to someone who loves Jesus and loves you, Mm -hmm. and let them help you through this, Mm -hmm. because what you're thinking about is not the right way. Mm-hmm.
1: So Stuart, how would you, how would you approach, this, approach this question in your church? Yeah. Um, you know, what if somebody comes to you either expressing these thoughts or maybe just talking about a family member mm-hmm. who is expressing these thoughts mm-hmm. or maybe a memory of someone who actually has committed suicide? Mm-hmm. That's a hard thing to deal with yeah. and, and it sort of sits in their life yeah. you know, for the rest of your days.
2: Sure, yeah, this has come up several times in our church um, a lot of people who have come out of the Catholic Church, but that's a mortal sin in Catholic doctrine, and then that yeah. condemns you to that's hell true. eternity. So there are, that, some people have just come up to me and said, I gotta know this answer right now.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. Because this is where I grew up, and this is what I, I knew. So addressing it in the way that, that Richard just did as well, that we, there's no such category as, as mortal sins, that we're looking at a whole of a life, and it's the work of God, not the work of man, who saves us in the first place. Um, but then secondly, um, how it's kind of come up is we had a, um, a mom with an, an adult son who had teenage kids himself and a teenage daughter caught him in the act of, of trying to end his own life mm-hmm. and, and stopped him, thankfully. But that's, I mean, that wrecks that teenage girl. And, and now he sees that and now he realizes the selfishness of it—that that this wasn't just—I I was trying to do what was best for me, and I was hoping I would. Nobody would—I would have to deal with a face seeing that, and so then pastorally, and even just as brothers and sisters, that you don't get to that moment where you're in that decision, you're in the action of taking your own life overnight. That that's a that's a series of of selfishness and and looking to self for answers that you cannot provide. That so we stop that earlier on, and therein lies just the body of believers holding one another accountable, gathering together and bearing one another's burdens, as Galatians says. That we bear this little burden, so we don't get to this period of selfishness that that is just it's just um, in the person's mind is irreversible. Mm-hmm. That there is a that I've held myself up and I've looked to these things for, for happiness, for satisfaction, for, for worth, and they've failed and they've consistently failed, and so I've consistently failed, and so now I end up into a place of utter despair. But that, that was driven by a kernel of selfishness that if the church is functioning properly and if the individual is engaging with the body of believers and has pastors and elders who are engaged in loving them, that we can, we can get that here instead of having to get to this point where we're dealing with the action being contemplated. yeah, And I would
0: underscore just one more time, the the lying nature of these thoughts. Yes. I think it's so important for the person to recognize that. Yeah. They, you cannot trust your emotions in this moment. No. You cannot trust your thinking in this moment. Yeah. You need to go sit down with someone who knows the word of God and they can help you think through the issue. Mm. Judas is obviously one of the saddest things mm. you'll ever read in all the scriptures. Here's someone who was actually sorrowful over what he did to the Lord Jesus and yet his solution to that was to go take his life. He perished forever. Mm -hmm. Um, Jesus died for sinners. Mm -hmm. Judas died in his own sins Mm -hmm. because he responded to his sorrow. His sorrow was worldly sorrow. Godly Mm -hmm. sorrow looks to Mm -hmm. God. Mm -hmm. Worldly sorrow looks to itself. Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm contemplating taking my life, I'm not looking to God, I'm looking to me. Mm -hmm. What kind of sorrow is that? And the deceptive nature of this is, I can actually feel like I'm doing something serving others, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm I'm humble, I'm no good to anyone, let me get out of everyone's way. It feels like, like it's humble. In fact, it's very proud. Yeah. Because it's not looking to God, mm-hmm. it's looking to self. Mm-hmm. And worldly sorrow leads to death. So uh, it, it's a lying sin, yeah. and, as all sin is. So let me humble myself by admitting to someone else what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling, and letting someone who knows the Word of God help me yeah. and walk me through these issues.
1: Thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. Now You can find all of our social media channels at our website, straighttruth.net. And so don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast. You can also find us in the podcast feed of your choice if you would like the audio-only version of this podcast. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. For more info, go to walkingingrace.org. Thank you.